Welcome to CEO Money. I'm Michael Yorba. Thanks for joining with us. All right, I've got Vince Botto. He is the business management consultant at Cogent Analytics. Vince, welcome back to the show. How have you been? I've been well, Michael. Thank you so much. And it's always a pleasure to spend a few minutes with you. All right, I'm glad you're here. Thanks for showing up. All right, before we get into some of the questions that I have for you today, give our audience a brief overview, if you will, of what Cogent Analytics does and what separates them from the rest of the people in your industry sector. Well, thank you for the opportunity of that. Cogent Analytics is a primarily a small to mid-sized business consultant. We go into a, uh, a host of different businesses who are in all types of activities, be they contractors, manufacturers, uh, healthcare providers. And we go into these companies because generally speaking, these companies are in a transition of sorts. Either they have not enjoyed the profitability that they're accustomed to, or they may be transitioning an owner or senior member of the business is going to retire and step down and we have some transitional work that needs to be done. So our primary uh, responsibility is to help these small and mid-sized business owners continue to have a successful ongoing business uh, that's profitable and uh, sustains themselves into, into the future. Great, Vince. Thanks for that explanation. All right. Standard operating procedures, what are they and why are they important? Well, you said it. Standard operating procedures are simply that. It's kind of in the title. Um, what they are is the way, and I put that in air quotes, the company is wanting to do its business. Um, it could get down to uh, the very folks who deliver the good or service to the customer or client that the business has. A lot of people don't realize that the, the fellows that go out into the customer and client base are the, they're the customer facing individual. So standard operating procedures for one, explain to these individuals how the business is to be conducted. Um, you've probably had someone come to your home and you had a very good experience and we'd want to capture that so that other people that go out for your for that company will give the same similar good uh, experience for the customer. It's uh, they're very really helpful uh, sales tools that people are dressed properly, comport themselves accordingly, and uh, by not doing that, you could also have uh, a negative customer relation and customer interaction, and you certainly don't want that. So standard operating procedures are to allow every employee to know how the business should be conducted and how the business owner wants his company projected out into the customer's into the customer's world. I got that. Yes. Now, let me let me move forward on this because I had a conversation with a, uh, a staff meeting this morning, and this topic came up with us today. So establishing processes in a business, and one of the things that maybe should come to the surface is how they can improve profit. Talk to that point for me. Well, let's talk a little bit about uh, a company without a process. So if you don't have a process for how you conduct certain aspects of your business, you're going to be subject to all sorts of variability around that process. Variability is generally not a good thing and you want to control variability. You, you must have to have processes 
because it provides that framework of consistency we talked about before. How is the truck loaded in the morning? What sorts of tools are expected on every job site? This consistency of process can eliminate uh, the causes of variability that could be so detrimental to a business. Um, the variability is a significant reason some businesses lose money through its operations. Um, the other thing that's almost equally important with having good processes and policies in place are to limit the liability for when those unfortunate things happen. Um, just had a client's friend last week. There was a fatality accident caused by the vehicle that the owner had. That owner is likely going to lose his business because he did not have good processes and procedures and policies in place to limit the liability for the individual driving that vehicle. So, you know, Cogen is a process-oriented company. Regardless of the business you're in, one of the most important things that we do is we understand where there's a gap of processes and we put those processes in place. And if you do this consistently, it will make you money. Got it. Key performance indicators. Um, what are they? And for our viewing audience, why are they important? Well, key performance indicators are just that. We can measure thousands of different variable aspects of a business. What we need to do is boil that down into the important few, as opposed to the trivial many. So the key performance indicators will take the metrics that you have to find that help you run your business. Now, a personal story. When I was in the Army, I flew helicopters, a very complex piece of machinery. I had four gauges that told me about the state of the equipment, and I had four gauges that told me about how I was flying. In a total of eight gauges, I was able to take a very complex piece of machinery and fly it safely and return it to Earth without, uh, without damage. If you think of a business, it's the same thing. We try to focus in on those key elements of measures for finance, operations, and sales. And if we can get that into a boiled down into a single dashboard of key elements to measure and follow through, you can certainly help run your business in a more predictive manner and, and be a lot more successful. And we diligently work with our clients to A, determine what these key measures need to be because they could be different depending upon the, the business that you're in. And, and B, we want to create the dashboard that we leave behind so that the business owner has a concrete tool that they can use to successfully continue to run their business. I was going to ask you, when you're going through this analysis of these companies and you see a broad variety of industry sectors that you work with, do you find when you actually relay the findings that you come up with, because you have to do a due diligence process, you, you analyze the company, do you find very many aha moments where they're like, you know, I hadn't even thought about that one? Or do most people already know what these are, either intuitively or through rote, through just doing business? There, there's usually a mixed bag. And what's interesting is uh, when we'll go back into a business or we'll go into a business and we start introducing these key metrics that we talked about, these KPIs, some of our business owners say, well, yeah, we used to measure that. And the reason they used to measure it is because it's fundamentally important to 
part of their business, but for whatever reason, they fell fell away from it. And the other the other side of that is just like you said, people see these measures and they go, oh, my goodness, how important. How was it that we weren't measuring that before we, we got here? It, uh, it is so important to establish these uh, these measures and controls. Uh, one of the things that we do at Cogent is, is use the DMAIC rule, which is define, measure, analyze, implement and control. And so you use those elements, uh, we shorten that up to you plan, you do it, you check on it, then you act or make a change to it. But you uh, you have to have these key measures in place to do that. And once you do that, these people generally get their eyes thrown open very widely because they're able to manage a very complex business with a very few key elements. Got it. That's a great answer. Thank you much for that. All right. Um, last question, how establishing measurement and controls in a business is going to be able to, to improve the profit, profit that you have with your company? Okay, well, the, the measures are, are, are two types of measures that we look at. And a lot of them are lagging metrics. Most of your financial metrics are lagging metrics. And that means that the event or the time frame has already taken place before the measure is looked at monthly P&Ls, um, profit and loss statements. The other types of measures which are far better are forward-looking measures. And these are, sort, these are things that we look at so that we can predict the future. And you wanna put these predictive measures in place for two reasons, and this is how you create the profitability. One is, is you'll be able to see an issue as it arises well before it becomes a problem. So you're able to take take steps to correct something before it becomes a crisis. And the second thing is, once you have a favorable variance, because you will have those from time to time, you might want to capture what the elements of that favorable variance are so that you can maybe repeat that behavior and continue to drive even more profitability. One of the key uh, sales metrics that we look ahead at are the number of calls the number of calls that lead to appointments. And then you go through the whole sales funnel that way, looking forward because activity generates sales, sales generates revenue. And then you do the same sort of thing with operations so that you hold on to the money that you've gotten and create that productivity and that profitability. Vince, it's been great talking to you. Once again, I learned some new things while you're on the show. Tell everybody over there at Cogent Analytics, I said hi. Thank you, Michael. Have a great day and thank you for your time. My pleasure. You've been watching CEO Money with Michael Yorba. Thanks for joining with us. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.